guys. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to She Hustles Podcast with your girl, Samantha Woods, also known as Miss Kingdom, Mrs. Kingdom Hustle. <laughs> Welcome back. It's been a while, guys. So ride with me here. Uh, as you know, and if you don't know, this is a place where we call it our safe space, our place where we can inspire each other, pray for each other, and just talk. And we just hope today that you get inspired. And I've missed you guys so much. Today, I'm so, so excited because I have such a special guest and also my first male guest, guys. Ah, so excited. <laughs> Anywho, he's my brother, my boo, and he can never get rid of me. He's got a wonderful in introduction that I must read. Although I know him, I got to read it because, you know, you got to give the people their flowers while they are here. So go with me, guys, as we introduce our guest for today. His name is Demetrius Meech Justice. He is a New Jersey native, currently taking Los Angeles by storm. Meech's career in communication started early in college while he attended the illustrious Howard University, HU. I didn't go, but I know they say that. Anywho, <laughs> there he hosted many on and off campus activities, events, and presentations. During his tenure at HU, Meech got his first exposure to a career in entertainment when he worked on the infamous homecoming committee. From there, he went on to work on with projects, partnered with major companies and networks to get his foot into the door. Meech served as producer and host for most and listened to college, I'm sorry, for the most listened college show. Uh, it was called 106 and Howard. Y'all, I know you're getting excited as I read. I'm, I'm getting more excited. I'm going to keep going. Anywho, he was there for four th for three years along with his own PBS affiliated show called Next Up on Spotlight Networks. When it comes to producing, Meech has an eye for aesthetics and crowd appeal. His long list of credits include shows like The Grammys, SAG Awards, Black Girls Rock, BET Awards, and many more. He specializes in live entertainment, but his experience with other TV productions such as Shark Tank and Master Chef. I know, I know, I know. With an extensive experience in TV, radio, film, and production, and publications, and event coordinating, Meech currently serves on the program management team for Howard Entertainment. He also serves as the founder and CEO of Black Men in Media, and my fave, I'm a fan, Michi TV. If you didn't know, now you know, Michi TV. And in hopes to bring people together, his love for music and entertainment with Michi TV. So guys, I told you about him. He's going to give you some more info and we just going to talk and we hope that you get inspired. You already know. So I am not going to make him wait any further. Here he is, my brother, Meech Justice. Hey, boo. <laughs> Praise the Lord, Saint. How are you? Oh my God! I was like, I need a new bio. I need a new bio. I need a new bio. No, girl. You know I got a stuttering spirit. How are you, my love? I'm so blessed to be. I look. I am grateful, thankful, and blessed to be here. Come thank on. you. Okay, so thank you, sister, for having me. Oh, look, she hustle. We hustle. We all hustle. Okay. Boom. Per. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to have you on. Again, I said he's my brother, I've known him forever. And I didn't even, I got so excited in introducing you that I didn't even say what the title was for today. Oh. I just realized that. It's all right. Go ahead. I'm just so excited. The title is called Betting on You. Right. And that there in itself. A word. It's, it's a word. A word. We're going to dig into more about me to justice so they can understand why this topic was divinely chosen for you today. Does that work? That works so beautifully. Thank you. You know, he's an on-time God. Okay. <laughs> Y'all know we will catch it. Okay. Come on, silly. We have to have fun along this podcast journey. We can't just make it a, a question kind of thing. It's like we're at a coffee shop and we're just talking. Okay. Coffee okay. shop or lounge, depending on where you are in your life. All right. Amen. Coffee shop. So, <laughs> so I mentioned that you are with Howard Entertainment. Yes, and so I want to dig more into that. Can we can we talk about what your current role is there with Howard Entertainment? Let's talk about it. Yeah, so I'm a program manager. Um, this like, honestly, I don't know where to start because okay. you know, like it's a passion project of mine, but I can talk about the entity. Howard Entertainment is a pipeline mm -hmm. for you know Howard University students to basically green light projects for our people. So it's like right now, Howard University is partnering with Amazon Studios to not only give students the experience in the entertainment industry, but also connect to the key players and learn from those people who are saying yes to those projects right now. So like right now, we have partners like Lena Waite, Issa, Issa Rae, um, as well as, uh, there's so many, honestly, it's like a long list. I can't even lie to you how many partners we have and how the students' lives are being impacted and changed. And I'm so grateful to just have a purposeful job, you know, yes. to know that I'm making an impact in people's lives. And it's like this position wasn't even here a year ago, you know, because it's a new program. New, so the fact that I was called upon and more so requested and brought to it is like God works so amazingly because oh. just to see how five years later or how like i just graduated you know 2016 and it's like five years later you brought me back here to not mm. only work you know and it's like yeah. to run and operate this whole entity that has so many opportunities and mm. i feel like that's what the lord keeps attaching me to things he just keeps attaching opportunities that lead me to my next opportunity so i'm so grateful to be a part of how entertainment i'm so yeah. grateful to just like spearheaded and work with some amazing people. I have an amazing team. And I think that's what I'm learning in this position is like mm -hmm. when we get brought to certain positions and tables, it's okay. because we're worthy, we're worthy to be there. You know, after uh -huh. working so hard or thinking you're entitled to be somewhere where you're not, God will laugh at you. Ha ha. Come and on. You know that you ain't ready for what you thought you was ready for. You need to accept where you are and be content, not complacent, be content Ooh. still for your next blessing. So when I tell you I am in a place of just peace and joy and happiness in this current role, in this wow. position, God is really blessing me. Oh my gosh, am I crying or sweating? I don't know. <laughs> Did you see I had to sit back? Because you just gave a whole word. Are you talking about being in the right place at the right time when it is for you? This, I know I got to go to the next question, but can we just touch on this? Can we just touch on it? The man said that the position, did you hear? The position was created for him. When 
let me tell you something about the glory of God. I'm not putting anybody's business on front street. And I hope you're okay with what I'm glad to say. However, in the beginning of the pandemic, several of us were not and no longer employed. Am I correct? I was one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Listen, okay. Mm-hmm. And laid off. Instead of you, instead of you soaking in it, I'm sure we all have our moments because that's very scary, your livelihood. Mm-hmm. You I even witnessed and was a part of you having devotional sessions, praise and worship sessions. You were faithful. You were fasting. And in your fasting, you didn't boast about it. It was a personal thing. And God put you in position. Chop. We got to get to the next question. I made it stop. Come on, fam. Okay. <laughs> Let them use it, Dan. You better break it down for people who faithful. don't know. Listen, when you are faithful, so faithful, he will honor your faith. He will honor the faithful. He's and a I, living witness. The thing is, and like even during that journey, I had to learn that God recognizes obedience over sacrifice because we think we just give up so many things and we think we, we deserve these rewards. He's like, no, we don't care about that. Because okay. he was like, there's probably a little bit more you need to give up. You know, why you're sacrificing. He's like, you think you're sacrificing what you need to sacrifice, but that ain't even what he's looking at. So he was like, if you showed me your obedience, then I may actually pay attention to what's going on in your life and it may change some things for you. That's the way I felt. That's that's my experience. Like, you know, I'm in a lot of therapy, so yeah. I have my statements, my yes. thoughts. Yes. So I have to make sure I'm not offending any of your listeners, but I have to mm-hmm. I'm speaking from personal experience. The Lord yes. will step in and show you how in tune you are with his blessings when you have faith and just rely on the blessings that he already has in your divine story. I'm like, God has blessed me. Twofold. I'm literally like, God, if you're doing this for me at 25, I can't imagine when I'm going to be at 50. I wish you could see. I know I'm so light. I got the goosebumps. They're high. They're high. <gasps> Honestly, Sam, the thing is, just talking to you right now, I've been, you know, pondering like purpose and things like that. It's like, I recognize how my voice is a power. And, you know, it's like, that's why, like, in the, in the positions I've been in, I've always been a communicator. I've always been a writer. I've always been a voice. So I'm like, I'm always amplifying others' voices. And now I'm at a point where I'm trying to amplify my own. So that's why I was like, I'm trying to celebrate, highlight other people because that's a passion of mine. But I also have to be strategic with my own voice as well. So thank you for this platform. That's what I want to say. You already know. I already told you from day one. What did I tell you? I'm your. I know. I've been begging to get here. Begging. <laughs> Look, I had to do, I had to get some more practice. I'm still practicing, but I had to get some more practice before big time comes on. You know, you big time. Right, right, right. Girl, I, I had to have to get the first nail. I would be groundbreaking. Now that I'm groundbreaking the first nail, I'm fine. I'll never bother you again. Well, at least my first <laughs> comes. But um, I'm just like, girl, I'm like, I'm the first. I'm like, oop, we're breaking feelings already. We knew that. <laughs> I just will hope you come back. Oh, Guys, so we can, him and I, when we get to talk and we could just roll, I want to also touch on a huge other thing. I mean, you're doing so many amazing things, but I also want to talk about you being the CEO and find founder of Black Men in Media. Yeah, so I founded that um, not too long after my car accident, just because I just wanted ownership. And, okay. you know, um, in 2019, I was here in L.A. I had just moved here mm-hmm. and I was just basically I had left Showtime at that time. Mm-hmm. I had a experience that wasn't the best, okay. but more so is like 
me leaving that situation, I was like, I need to have something of mine. Like, I want to work for something that I'm passionate about, something that I love, something that I can call my own. And that's where Black men and media kind of blossomed. I've always had the idea of just celebrating and bringing Black men together because there's yes. not that many of us that work in this industry. And it's right. like, like, I feel like it's the same people I'm bumping into at every industry. So I'm like, if we can pull our strengths together and possibly yeah. nurture the next generation, that's basically what I want to do is create mentorship. So like, it's been about a year or two in the making. And right now, all we've done is celebrate and highlight some features. So it's like, yeah. we're just basically building up the word. Cause like within a year or two, we already have like 300 followers. And I'm like, I haven't even really done that much. You know, I'm just like, yeah. just letting the word just, just buzz, yeah. you know? And like, I'm like grateful for the support and I'm grateful that people are reaching out to me just to want to be involved. Yes. They're like, oh, what is this movement? I'm like, it is a movement. I'm glad you recognize it. Is it. Period. So I see, the, I see the fruition. It's like one day, you know, you know, like the Billionaires Boys Club or like mm -hmm. something like that. We're gonna have it's gonna be a real stew like membership thing. It's gonna be it's gonna be everything and more, but the Lord has me taking baby steps. So it's still in the that. beginning stages, but I'm just grateful to have something that I can call my own. I love that. I love that. What they say, crawl before you walk. Okay. Crawl and before you right. walk is so important. There's a lot of things I'm still learning and trying to figure out along the way. And it's like, that's why I'm patient. And I feel like um, one of my favorite quotations or one of the lessons I learned from one of my bosses is like patience, passion, and purpose. Those three would take you a lot further. <laughs> let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. Patience. Patience, passion, and purpose. Passion. Mm hmm. And purpose. I hope y'all taking notes because I'm <laughs> okay. okay. Boom. So because I'm a believer in you, it doesn't matter the age, you can be taught wisdom on either end because we all are living, okay? Yes, you know, you know what I'm saying? No, the funny that you said that because you know I have my three prayers a day. After yes. my 12 o'clock prayer, I was praying to God exactly about that, about the oh. wisdom that my family has passed, because mm -hmm. it's more so like just appreciating the type of education you get from your family, from your home base, your foundation. And I'm like, because of my family, I'm not out here running them up. I'm not out here getting it, like, you know, doing the things because they gave me the street smarts. Me going to get my education and doing all that, that was me being independent, wanting that for myself. They Absolutely. encouraged it, but like, that was my own doing. But all that street smart that they gave me in life, like, you'll need to go over there, you need to mind your business, don't be standing people mm -hmm. in the face, right? that type of stuff. That's what prepared me for the real world because nowadays I'm like stiff arm. Heinzman, like you know, huh? Like, I know that's right. Okay, can I can I sell you a no? Can I get a face? <laughs> All right, headphones <laughs> on. Mind your business. Okay, period. Like I'm here for the song, girl. When I'm at work, I mind my business. You know the song. <laughs> I love it. I, I know y'all are being entertained right now and getting inspired all in one package deal. Okay. It's a whole package. Thank I'm just you. loving where this is and I'm loving that we are that you're celebrating the black man because so many of our black men are are dying to violence and leaving this world so soon. So the fact that you as a black man are celebrating other black men, I I pray that people will just continue to flock to it and it really becomes a bigger movement because that's amazing. Thank you. I received that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I really do. I do. Thank you so much. For I'm so serious. Okay. But who knows? In the future, we could do a Kingdom Hustle Black Men and Media event. I can see it. Come on. Okay. Don't you see? I, I, I see a little drop that. back. Mm-hmm. Little brunch or something. Ooh. We can figure it out. Ooh. Drive for Jesus. Y'all heard this right on here? Okay. This is all recorded. This is a recorded okay. live. Recorded live. 
So if it doesn't happen, it's one of our faults. Okay. It's recorded. Okay. You have the proof. I said it. I said it here live. Reporting live. You said it. Reporting live. Dropped news. Okay. Crying. So let's, let's let's keep it running because you already know. I already said I was the biggest fan of Michi TV. Oh, thank you. So sister. Can we talk about Michi TV? So kind of Michi TV is kind of not like Black Men in Media, but like you see how they're kind of basically in my mind just talk about it right now. It's yeah. just two entities. One of where I'm celebrating specifically about other people, and then one is about me and the productions that I produce and I work on. They're basically creating my own content because, like, I personally have dreams and aspirations to be a film writer, TV producer, all those things, like all things I've already done. But like, there's multiple entities of entertainment, so it's like it's hard to get into one door when you're already experiencing one. So that's a whole nother conversation. But it's yeah. like I do have dreams and goals to have you know, some some type of publication where it's like all of my content. So like one day I plan on being like Black Oprah or Eddie Cohen or yes. whatever, whatever the Lord has, the meat justice that Lord has in store for me. I was like, I want to have my own network. I want to be creating my own shows. I want to have my own and be not only celebrating, highlighting Black people doing yes. great things, but also yes. educating them and just possibly giving them better news. Because like we know how the news media is already Contoured yes. for the Caucasian eye, so Absolutely. it's it's very more so just like I want to be able to entertain, educate, and enlighten our people. So that's what Michi TV yeah. is for now, because it's like it's like okay. those baby steps. It's like if you want to get somewhere in the future, you got to start somewhere. So start. thirty years from now, I can look like these YouTube videos. Like, boy, you was a mess, child. Like, okay, just sitting outside Say on your porch, holding your camera, time. right? No ring light. Okay. I didn't have a ring light at the beginning of it. Okay, let's talk about it. I didn't have a ring yes. light. I didn't have a phone stand. It but was, you started. And that's the thing, just starting. So you can say you did it. Somewhere. I wrote that down, child. You know I'm writing stuff down. Girl, this Kingdom Hustle gear got me sweating. Oh. <laughs> Y'all know he's in LA. Okay. I've never been there. I always want to go. Why? You should come without the king. I need to come visit. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna be happy, but I'm stuttering. That told you the spirit. It's trying to creep in. I bind you. <laughs> so crazy. Girl, I know. I believe it. I you you still look great. Thank you, sir. You still look great. So we've talked about all this entertainment that you are in and things that you want to do and things that are going to happen. We're manifesting it. How did you break into the scene of the entertainment world? Well, me, well, we're both from Jersey. So, you know, the yeah. type of small towns we're from. Right. And with that being said, it's like, I think the biggest city to us, like New York. So we're thinking like mm -hmm. everyone had to break into New York. So sure. when I went to school, Howard, I was mm -hmm. going on a pre-law track. I graduated with a political science and English degree. So two degrees, pre-law studies. And while I was there at- Just two degrees, like what? Keep going, go ahead. I was crying, but anyway- yeah, I'll just, just drop it, okay. It was BOGO, but I won't get one free. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but real tea, real tea, real tea. Um, uh, so while I was there, I was like, I was exposed to entertainment. Like, for example, I was going to events. I worked on the homecoming. Like, homecoming was basically the biggest urban event. I feel like Howard's homecoming was like the biggest urban event. Like, you know, like the hot 97 spring bling in Jersey or the, well, I'm just saying like things like that. Like, that was DC's before yes. Broccoli Fest, before Howard's homecoming was October, you know, boom. Yes. Like yes. the, all the stars are coming, all the performers is gonna be 
and it's every day new events. You got R&B shows, hip hop shows, step shows. Like it's a whole week of just black excellence. Yes. You know? yes. So me, me experiencing that freshman year, then me mm-hmm. working on it sophomore year, and then I started um, doing like BET honors, doing productions, interning, all that stuff, assisting. It's like a whole world. It's just like me being in DC at the right yes. time, in the right place. It was easy. It's like I, and I, I tell all my friends and especially all my mentees or, or students, okay. mm-hmm. it's, life is hard enough. So it's like you adding being opportunist on top of that makes it that much harder. Okay. I'm like, Ooh. God has blessed me with okay. every opportunity because I was deserving of that blessing. Yes. And I was still when he blessed me because like I may have gone through some hardships until that blessing came, but when okay. he came, I, I was ready. So I always tell people there has not been a door I walked in without God presenting it, you know? So that is true. Right. Cause like, see, I've had doors closed in my face all the time. Like everything is not sunshine and flowers. I'm like, girl, okay. I, just, I, I have people need well. to hear that. People need to hear that because they just hear the end result or they right. hear, they see the big thing, but they don't want it. And then they get so discouraged in their walk. Cause they're like, well, it's not looking, it's not working out the way it's working for me. Why am I not like me? And it's like, but Meech had to pay for some things. He had to go through some things in order to get where he was today. What, with that being said, how do you keep going? What keeps you going in this? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what's your inspiration, really? That's what inspires you to keep going. God, and that's number one. First and foremost, is like jokingly enough, people don't understand how faith has brought me so far, especially in the entertainment industry. It's yeah. like. It's not for the faint-hearted. It's not easy. It's like a lot of highs and lows. One minute you're hot, one minute you're not. One minute you're popping, one minute you're blacklisted. You know, and it's all based off perception. And sometimes people don't want to hear your voice. And I was talking about not having my voice silenced or or silencing other people's voices. So with that being said, it's like I have dreams, and that's why I just keep going because it's like each and every day when I close my eyes and I pray and I meditate or I'm talking to God, He's showing me premonitions that he already promised me so yeah. it's like that's why it's like some people say oh you can't think about the future because then you create too much worry in the present i'm like oh no i don't worry about nothing because on a day-to-day basis he got me period oh, and I, that's why on. i live that day but more so it's like i already know what he promised me because what he's already shown me so it's just like mm-hmm. i can't even tell you how many things that he's brought me to and through mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. no one else when i tell you no one else that i know can say they've done the things that i've done then it's like why am i arguing with someone who can't compete because I'm in my own lane. Come you know? on. So it's just like, I actually, and I've had, fr- I've lost some friends who try to downplay my accomplishments. And I'm like, girl, like, like, honestly, one joke, someone said, Meech, you probably mopping the stage they'd be walking on. And I said, and if I was, I'm still in the room. Come on. Do you have access? Do you have access? How does that feel? Right. So I said, let me know how many times you've been to the White House. Oh, okay. That part. I said, I, can, I said, I can count my badges. I can, I can count my receipts. Go like this to them. Close your mouth. Right. That okay. <laughs> I, I read my Tabitha. I'm praying for you. Whatever pain you're going through. I love her. Shout out to her. One day I'm going to meet her. She, she like just this. taught me how to read on an, ele- on an eloquent level. I was like, oh, I'm never cursing again. I'm about to be like. Ooh. Yes, she did. When I tell yes, you, I yeah. this past weekend, oh, look, am I kicking too much? We're having too much fun. But girl, <laughs> let me this past weekend. Just tell me, just tell me. Go this past Sunday, someone tried to come at me sideways, like, eh, I see you. And I'm like, and I'm praying for you. Because, like, I was over having a good time, minding my business. And they always trying to interrupt my spirit. And I'm like, 
hey, whatever's going on with you, I'm praying for you. Yes. Next, I said, next caller. You thought you thought you were gonna get a reaction. You got a response. Oh, we're breaking up. Are we back? Cricket, cricket. Oh. Yeah, I'm like. Little Teddy Riley, is it you? Is it me? Is you? Is it me? Do you see me? All right, yeah, I think you're back. Ish. I'm waving. All right, all right. Do you see me? <laughs> and it's hard to say goodbye, my love. It's hard. This is what happens when you're on to something good. This is when we are we are literally feeding people, giving them inspiration. Meach, we like he said, we came from a small town. Not necessarily like you know dirt roads, but it's a small town. Let's be honest. Small minded It's people. not right. That's what I mean by small town. Like I feel like we had to remove ourselves to see more bigger parts of the world because we had bigger minds. Exactly, exactly. And I think your story is encouraging, you know, and that's why I love saying betting on you because like you said, we came from here, went through all of that and you always, you always had a big personality. You know what I mean? And I loved that. And that's what got me like glued with you because I love that you were outside the box. You know what I'm saying? Nothing wrong with people who are inside the box. Nothing wrong with that. However, it's just, that's just how we became as close as we did. And just seeing you come from there to here. I mean, I I just think that's, I just think that's amazing. And I wish that we could, I don't like to keep people forever because I know my attention span is this big. And so, I love this. I can do this all day. Okay, I could do it. I'm like, I'm so grateful for this because, like, more so, I'm yeah. just like, damn, to come from nothing and not like nothing to something because this ain't yeah. even something. I'm like, girl, yeah. I still got more to do. I still got levels to, okay, I got to elevate and keep, you know, getting better. Listen. But more so, it's like, I'm just so grateful for the experience because it's, it's, a, it's allowed me to re- recognize the spectrum. I think I heard um, in a documentary recently about like how in order in order for us to enjoy life's full entities, you have to um, have experienced both sides of the spectrum. So in order for you to enjoy health, you've had to be sick. In order for you to enjoy wealth, you have to be poor. In order for you to enjoy, like, so it's like you have to endure some things for you to actually fully understand something. So it's like, with that being said, it's like, I'm so grateful to have had my struggles because now in the future, oh, mm-hmm. it'll be too times full because like, uh-uh, I've been there before. We ain't doing that no more, okay? When been you know there, better, you do better. Wow. Write that down. When you know better. <laughs> when you know better. You do better, it's for sure. Better. And I'm, 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 taking notes. I'm taking notes. I, I believe in taking notes and I like to go back. I like to read it. And I like to learn from it. I meditate from it. And sometimes I hear those things, but when you hear it again, it's like, I got to write that down. I got to meditate on that. No, for sure. For sure. And that's why I'm just so grateful for our conversations and our relationship because it's like, there's not that many people who pour into you. And it's like, you have to be very appreciative and grateful for the people who pour into you. So thank you. Always. Thank you for never um, not picking up the phone for little old me. You in the big entertainment world, and I 
and you just be like, what you need? Always, girl. Like, I'm more liable. That's why I don't know. It's like, well, you married a Virgo, so you know, like, we... <laughs> I feel like Virgos are just loyal people, so it's like... They you know, are. Like, yeah, so it's just yes. like, girl, we good. We got you. I got you. Like, BET, we got you. Okay. Okay, sis? <sighs> I have loved this. Let me ask you one more thing. Sure, I have all the time for you. Me and the entertainment. <laughs> what? I'm serious. I love you. I, I just, I just, I, I know that people are listening and loving you too. I just know it. Oh. But I gotta say, I gotta ask this. Now that you're in the entertainment world, being in high school, being in New Jersey, and all that kind of stuff, did you always know this is what you wanted to do? Uh, no. And by that, I mean like life is always ever changing. I think okay. a conversation I had like Michelle Obama or like she was in the room and I was over listening. So it was like, she wasn't talking to me directly, but she was just like in lives, like when you get on, like when they say, Oh, so what's the next track for you? Like when you finish, when you feel like you finished a track or you feel like something has come to an end, like what's yeah. your next stage? What's your next track? And it's just like, it's not about adding a new track. It's just keep going. It's just like, it's the same track. It's just like, we'll just see what the next stop is, you know? So with me saying that, it's just like, I feel like everything was ordained and everything was definitely, like, I want to say destined for me because that's why today my intuition, my faith, my joy comes from a place of comfort because it's like, God, I don't know why I'm stressing and worrying because you've already taken care of so many things in the past. It's like, I know you're going to continue to take care of things in the future. And with that being said, it's just like, I recently, like, I'm... I'm not, I'm always spiritual and, you know, always with the Lord and that's my number one source, but like I had the horoscope mm -hmm. and like that. And yeah. one of my mantras was speaking about um, just being comfortable knowing that we're in the right time in the right place. And I feel as if that's what I've been preaching on recently because that's exactly what it has been for me. It's mm -hmm. like there's never been a time when I've gotten a call and I had to say no. Like even after my accident, a month yeah. later, I was at the royal wedding. And then a month later, I worked for Beyonce. And this is like the devil tried to take me out, but it's just like you can't because what's meant for me yeah. is meant for me. They said I wasn't gonna walk again, but here I am dancing on, on the run tour. It's like, you know, just having people just honestly, I would say mind their business, but <laughs> it's just like when you keep your head down and mind your business, like literally. So That's what my grandma tell me all the time. When you close your ears, I mean, when you close your mouth and open your ears and your eyes, you learn a lot more. And that's mm -hmm. kind of what I've been doing since I've been an adult, or at least within the last few years, especially being here in LA, I've grown so much as an adult yeah. because like, that's what I feel like this has pushed me and drove, like, drove me to. It's like, I had no choice but to grow. I'm out here, no family, no friends, Listen. by myself. And it's just like, God has kept me here. Because yes. I lived, you know, New York, Atlanta, D.C. He's brought me to a lot of states and cities. But when it was my time up, he brought me out. And he's like, the fact that he's kept me here. And, oh, that's why I brought up the horoscopes. My horoscope asked me yesterday, when was the last time you did something that made you scared or you were afraid of? And I was like, dang, moving to L.A. And it's like, but why were you scared? You've been taken care of. Even through your lowest times where you were kind of nervous, like, oh, you're still here. Did I lose you? Sam, I think you're frozen. Oh, Lord. Sam. Oh, Lord. Sam. Is it over? Oh, sugar. Sam. Sam.
Wait. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Guys, this is really happening, okay? <laughs> this is live TV. This is what happens, okay? You like my little sign. For the listeners who can't see the the screen, I did put, we'll be right back. You did? Oh, that was you. I thought it just happened automatically. I put that up there because I had I didn't want to close it out because it was so good what you were saying. And, and I, I thought you froze like this. And I was like, am I talking to myself? Is it still going? Like, I don't even know. I was like, yeah, okay. It's okay. I thank for anyone who's stayed on. I'm grateful for you. Please stay on. I'm going to put it in the notes to stay on because this was so good. And I don't want to lose it. And I, I'm gonna, I don't want to. I'm gonna have to wrap it up because I don't want us to lose our connection again. Um, but I am so fed from everything that you have said. I am so proud of you. I want you to keep going. Everything you want and aspire to be, write it down, read it every day, pray about it, manifest it, and as it keeps happening, check it off your list. Amen. Take it off your list because it's going to happen. You Amen. are paving the way for so many others. And I am so proud of you. My last question for you is what would you say to that young person who is wanting to maybe break out into the entertainment world or just get into, you know, a career and they're discouraged? What would you say to them to encourage them to keep going or even get started? Honestly, it's just do the things that you have the most fun doing. And by that, it's just like allow your passion to be your drive. Because mm -hmm. I feel as if right now, my main force has always been music. And like, even though I worked in multiple entities, uh, like, you know, as church and all that type of stuff. Yes. So it's just like music has always been my safe haven. So mm -hmm. that has been like what's driven me, what's current, like, even the change in music, you know, from the 90s to now, this is yeah. like to experience it, like, that that experience, the music experience has really propelled me. And by, and by that, I mean, like, that's my, like, I feel like everyone has their caveat, you know, like their little mm -hmm. journaling, whether it's reading, whether it's running, whether it's whatever it is to, to soothe their spirit, to bring them peace. That's mm -hmm. what music is to me. And that's what lyrics and genres and music's, you know. So I'm just saying, like, whatever, like, your children or my future children, whatever you're passionate about, let that be your driving force. It's like, mm -hmm. you just can't give up. Cause I feel like that's one thing I have had to tell myself is like being resilient mm -hmm. is something I just, I'm grateful that the Lord blessed me with like resilience and tenacity because I've been knocked down so many times. And it's like, I know I'm gonna be knocked down even more. And the thing is like, the world doesn't know how many times I've been knocked down, but because mm -hmm. of social media, we have this fixed impl implementation of what the world is. Yeah, it's just wow. really augmented. It's like really mm -hmm. disoriented of what the world really is. And that's why I'm on a social media cleanse. Cause I'm just like, mm -hmm. I, don't even, I don't need any distractions because yeah. I feel like there are enough distractions in the world. I don't need an app or other people distracting me from what the Lord has already prepared and promised me. So just rely on that. Rely on your passion. Rely on faith. Rely on your passion. Come on. I have had so much fun. I'm so sorry for the the uh, quick. Teddy Riley. Rick it, Rick it, Rick it. Get on. You are killing with the Teddy Riley. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is the worst verses ever. Okay. I'm like, what's going on? But we came back and we came back strong. Back and better. Okay. My takeaway, I have I have so many other takeaways, but from what I wrote down, 
I wrote down patience, passion, and purpose. I also wrote, you got to start somewhere. And I also wrote, when you know better, you do better. You have, and the young shall, shall lead them, okay? Come on. <laughs> I love you to life. Thank you, you so, so much for coming on and just sharing your journey and just being transparent and inspiring. Thank you so much. You are so funny. Thank so you so much. It's six o'clock. You got to pray, Sam. Can you pray us out? I can pray. Oh, oh. Yeah, it's my six o'clock prayer. So I was like, we might as well do it on the live. Like, Sam, be my prayer partner. Okay. All right. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm a little nervous. See, now, now you're on the spot. Now you're on the live. Now, now I'm on the live. I'm going to pass the phone over to Sam. It's six o'clock. Here we go. All right, dear Heavenly Father, God, we just want to take this time to say thank you, God. God, we thank you for all that you have done for us. Thank you, God, for what you are doing for us. And thank you, God, for the relationships, God, that you have placed in our lives. God, I thank you, God, for Demetrius. I thank you, God, for um, just this journey, God, that you have blessed us to be a part of meaning my family, God. I thank you, God, for placing in my life. And I thank you for placing in his life, God. I pray, oh God, for him and whoever is listening on this uh, podcast on today. I pray, God, for whatever it is that they are going through, God, that they submitted to you, knowing, God, that you have them and that you've always had them and you never left them. So, God, I am just submitting this prayer on today, uh, whatever it is that we are going through, God, we know that through you all things are possible, God, but we are just so grateful for the seasons that you take us through, God. We know that we need to learn through each season, God, and we thank you, God, for the words that were spoken on today. Let it touch someone's life, God, who is trying to go the wrong way. Let them go the right way after they've heard this today. God, we are submitting this prayer in your son's name in the name above all names, in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. See, see you're a prayer warrior, girl. You know what you're what? doing. The Lord what? has anointed you, girl. You're what? good. What? <laughs> My cousin told me that. What? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> no, what, what the freak? What the freak? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I learn something new every day for my Young children. BBQ. What the freak? Oh. See, now I'm going to see. RJ will probably correct me. Thank you so much. I love you so much. I love you more. Until next time. Until next time. Until we meet again. Me and you is here. Okay. Love you. Peace I'm going to bring you down, but we're going to peace it out. Hold on. Guys, I hope that you have had an amazing experience on this episode of the She Hustles podcast. Thank you for holding on with us through our technical difficulties. And I just pray that you were inspired. Listen to it again and again. Whenever you're down and you're feeling like you're not enough, know that you are more than enough and that you can bet on yourself and that God has got you always. Love you guys. And until next time, until next time, until next time. Y'all, I'm trying to find my thing. I'm trying to be fly with it, y'all. Y'all know I'm silly. I'll see you later, guys. Bye.